0: Welcome back to Cinnamon Megan Theaters. We are at week thirteen, which kind of shocks me. I was very surprised that we we made it this far. Um, we just finished watching uh, Twilight, which was directed by Catherine Hardwick and was released in two thousand eight. It is based upon the best-selling novel of the same name, uh, written by Stephanie Meyer in two thousand five. Prior to the release of the first of Twilight, um, it. Wasn't in like mainstream pop culture yet. Like, this movie definitely propelled the saga forward. And just for those who don't know, there are four novels, um, including, I believe, a spinoff book. Uh, I know the next one is New Moon, then there's Eclipse, and then Breaking Dawn. If any of you know the spin-off book, uh, let me know. And I and I a... <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
1: night Sun. Thank you. Night Sun, where it's Edward's turn.
0: Yeah, it's Edward's perspective. Oh. Ooh, okay, I have questions about that, but <laughs> going forward. But, um, yeah, so, and then after this movie, there were, I, I know that I just listed three more books, but they actually split Breaking Dawn into two parts. So, yeah, the first thing I would love to discuss with you guys is, as I was taking notes on this movie, I kind of categorized it as, in. <laughs> bear with me, as I've made up a new term. Um, oh, no. But I... It re- it's like it. I, I want to describe it as like an independent filmness, <laughs> like what? Yeah. <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. Yes, please do. So, it's definitely. I, I mean, when we were done watching the movie, we we kind of had little jokes where it's like, wow, like you know, it just said like, oh, it's a hidden gem of a movie, um, being totally sarcastic because everyone knows this movie, especially. Um, if you were, like, a preteen or a teenage girl from, like, 2005 to 2015, this is probably a pretty big saga in your life at one point or another. Um, but, yeah, so I want to go with how this this film, the first one and the first one only, I want to describe as an independent film, or it has independent filmness to it. Um, especially with the director, uh, the style. Um, with this new term, as I want to... like scatterbrained right now but basically I want to describe it as independent filmness because it wasn't technically an independent film but again like I said with just the directorial choices, the style, um, actors, etc. it has that independent filmness. The budget for this film was thirty seven million dollars. It made only? much only. Um, with an independent film, it usually ranges from a like a couple hundred thousand. That's like micro, micro independent film, um, up to maybe like let's. I'm just like making a number. Like the movies I've seen, like really popular independent films are like the really, like, like down in the grit, like independent film is like probably like a five, a five to ten million dollar, um budget but this was 37 million so 27 million more but kind of not as much as like a big Hollywood box office film where it'd probably be about a hundred million dollars um and the largest and another uh thing to depict or to um describe an in independent film is that they use a production company that is not a major studio um the largest <laughs> production company that they use is Summit entertainment um which is well known, but definitely definitely not like, you know, twenty-first Century Fox or Paramount or Universal. Like not yeah, the
1: Summit was really of its time like in the early two thousands. Like a lot of movies I remember like seeing the Summit logo before like it would start. And I haven't seen it like recently, like the past couple years. Yeah,
0: so that's why like I added the like the NIST to it, because it it definitely was a popular production company, but I, I did notice too, as like, I mean, I obviously continued watching movies um, that have come out after Twilight and yeah, it kind of, kind of disappeared <laughs> or maybe I'm <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, for, for real. Um, yeah. So I guess, um, and then also to differentiate this movie in comparison, uh, to the others, this was the only movie directed by, um, Catherine, uh, Hardwick. Uh, she didn't direct any of the further films, and she's known for making more, like, uh, like, like, more of the independent film kind of genre. Um, it did not have a high enough budget to do, like, great CGI, which I don't think this movie, like, needed too much. Like, it, they definitely, like, didn't need an alien baby in this one. And I think that it worked that they didn't need an alien baby <laughs> in this movie. Um, and just the style. It, this movie definitely, I think, keeps more to the themes of the... Or, like, not the themes, sorry. The tone of the actual novel uh, for from the first 400 pages I read about 10 years ago, from what I remember. Because um, uh, Cassie wrote in... The uh, chat during the movie where it's like the color scheme is great, and this whole movie is blue, which is awesome. <laughs> just to like depict like it's not necessarily spooky, but it's just like eerie, and also it's in Forks, Washington. It rains a lot. Like it's going It be actually
1: only turns blue when they when she gets to Forks, like mm-hmm. in the Phoenix scenes. Like it's like normal, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. It's very evident that like the sun is out, even though it's just like. It, it, you know, there's probably no altering in, like, um, After Effects or something, you know, or in Premiere uh, with the color correction. So, yeah, I guess I'm curious if there was anything else that you guys probably would, like, notice throughout the movie that, like, makes Twilight from 2008, like, a little different and, like, more of that independent filmness ness like, in comparison to the other three movies. Um, I know that's also like a poorly set up question because we did not screen the other four movies, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm just curious.
1: I agree that like, it's an independent, like it's it was fully like made as an independent film. Like I've seen the director's like comment here with like the actors and like Robert Pattinson has said uh, when they were filming it, they were filming it as like an art house film
0: yeah oh I also want yeah like they like um Robert Pattinson and like Kristen Stewart they were well they were known but they weren't like as well known as they are now Mm -hmm. this movie definitely put the spotlight on them I think I want to come bear with this comparison too I want to compare like the actors for this movie like how Titanic kind of (laughs) helped Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio like just a little bit um not to like such a great extent but like for sure, like, propelled their careers forward. Um,
2: Oh, definitely. Because the second they, it was honestly released, it created a cult phenomenon. Because, just because of all the hype that was around it, it amplified every single one of those actors' careers. Not even just Robert and... uh, I'm just called her Bella. Robert and Kristen. (laughs) Um, Like, Taylor Lawton People knew him, but then he got it. Even, like, Carlisle, Peter Facinelli. Like, he was married to Jenny Garth during this, from 90210,
0: and like, I was like, oh, now I know who that is. I like him. <laughs> like When I so was, oh, sorry, you finish. No, 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 you go. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, speaking about Carlisle, just a fun fact that is probably not a fact at all, because it's just like, you know, middle school talk. But when I was in middle school, my friend at the time told me that her cousin's best friend's uncle was Carlisle.
2: <laughs> That's a lot of people.
0: And I, you know, at the time, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like she has to introduce me so I can like, be on Twilight. <laughs> um, but I don't even know if that's true. It might have just been a rumor because that, that's not what all. What?
1: Not all that, yeah. or something that might not even be true.
0: But yeah, just like a little fun thing about what it, what life was like as Megan in the sixth grade. <laughs> um, she had an
2: overwhelming urge to be on Twilight, to be in Twilight, twilight
0: yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's funny that you mention uh, this fan following Amanda because I would love to also talk about the Twilight fandom that has. Yes. <sighs> yeah. No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. Not mention. You want to talk
1: about my Twilight blog that I started last year? Okay. Absolutely.
0: Sure. <laughs> yes. Wait, you did that? You're forcing me
1: to. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. But... Yeah, go for it. <laughs> No, the Twilight Renaissance has been back for, like, the past, like, since, like, maybe, like, just before the 10th, like, the 10th anniversary of the film, like, in 2018. Mm -hmm. We all, like, started, like, coming back together. We were like, yeah, this is good. Like, why were they making fun of us? Mm -hmm. Like, this is fun. Like, it's just fun. It's a fun movie, and we're all having fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, the Twilight fandom, I have noticed has since come back. I also, you brought up a good point, too, with uh, why were they making fun of us we'll ch- we'll, we'll put pin in that um, <laughs> oh yeah um are going to go back to it oh we're going to go back to it um but yeah like they had <laughs> they had like a huge like website at one point um even like moms were involved like the tw- the twilight moms
2: don't get me started on twilight moms
0: yeah I, I i'd love to talk to one honestly um and It's just, they even got into Comic-Con, which a big thing with the fandom, and then also to kind of take out that pin of why were they making fun of, but in 2008, uh, the Comic-Con invited uh, a panel with with some of the actors and actresses from, you know, the first Twilight movie, and because of the influx of registration amongst teenage girls, uh, there was outcry among the male patrons, I guess. The
1: nerds just say it. The nerds.
0: And they actually there's a quote that says, Twilight ruins Comic Con. Um so to kind of go off of that, and then also why were people like making fun of us? Uh <laughs> I have to bring her up, but I was watching a Lindsay Ellis YouTube video. He <laughs> um, just
1: got canceled. Why are you doing that? Wait, what? She just got canceled.
0: I'll be right back. One second. Okay. I did not know that. Um, <laughs> but okay. I, I was watching. No, you're it.
1: talking about like, the apology to Stephanie Meyer video, right? Yes,
0: I am talking. It's from two years ago. <laughs> so just yeah. to put into context, context, this video is from uh, 2018. I, I did rewatch it this past weekend. Um, and she brought up a Point because around, I'm a, yeah, you said the 10th anniversary that would be 2018 when the fandom kind of like got back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, she kind of, her essay kind of dealt with why do we hate, why as we as a society traditionally hate everything that teenage girls like. Um, which yeah, so when when I first saw Twilight, I was like, "This is amazing! Like this, is, I I love this so much." And then maybe I end like from like eighth to like sophomore year in college, I was like, "This sucks! Like, why why were we so involved with Twilight? Like, it's just like a stupid like teen rom com." Um, and then again, like again, like the pet, like the ten year anniversary, um, just like reading up on stuff, and then even doing more research this past weekend, it's kind of like, it's interesting to notice the pattern, I guess, of how traditionally, like, it's not too out of the blue for, like, a lot of teenage girls' interests to be bashed so suddenly without actual, like, analysis. Granted, like, there are some bad, like, content, (laughs) like, of, like, that kind of aspect of pop culture um but is it like is it has deserving for such like a harsh judgment i guess
1: no twilight definitely has like stuff that like is worth criticism but like that's like
0: yeah
1: they never like come for the things that are like actual like worth being criticized like the werewolf tribe is like an actual tribe in washington and they have gotten like and like they're like, legends, like, don't include, like, them turning into wolves. Like, that was something that Stephanie made up herself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then
1: there's, like, the whole allegory that this is, like, a millennial's, like, guide to, like, the Book of Mormon, because the author is a Mormon.
0: Yeah, I was also gonna bring up um, an article I read on The Atlantic by Ashley Fetters, where she brought up, like, five potential underlying themes of Twilight, and so it's, uh, I'll just quickly read them out loud so they're five so the first one is the power and and then in parentheses or the powerlessness of women two is Mormons three is orphans in quotation so it's kind of just like people looking for a parental figure um, four is prejudice and then five is sex um, even though this is it doesn't this movie does not explicitly like show any sex scenes whatsoever it's not even like mentioned but Um, also to kind of go on, like, I don't know, also, I think, like, kind of, like, it built a fandom because, like, just the fact that, like, it didn't show sex, like, I don't know, like, (laughs) that made it better, almost? Um, I thought of, like, the, I honestly, I thought of this episode of Big Mouth, where, like, all the girls are reading, like, this like, novel, and the guys just, like, don't understand why it's, like, such a big hit. Um, but, yeah, and so I, I relate. that to, like, Twilight, where, again, a lot of people are just, like, quick to immediately.
1: Have you seen the movie um, Liberal Arts from, like, 2012?
0: No. What kind of movie is that?
1: It's, like, it's basically, like, Elizabeth Olsen's, like, going to, like, a liberal art, like, purchase. Okay. She's going to purchase um and she's a college student and she starts dating this older guy ted mosby from how i met your mother
0: Uh
1: and like he like is going into her college dorm room and he sees the twilight book he's like oh tell me this is your roommate she's like no it's mine he's like how can you read this garbage and then he like spends like the next like 20 minutes of the film like bashing twilight
0: yeah and And there are actually what
1: that's like an actual beat of the movie.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, Twilight, do not get me wrong. There's some very problematic issues, especially um, with, I mentioned, like the powerlessness of women and how that is could be taken out of the movie or like that theme can be taken out of it, um, especially more so I'm thinking like a new moon or like eclipse where like literally the two. Uh, male characters Edward and Jacob are like what should like Bella's asleep um in one scene and they're just like deciding her fate while she's like knocked out like just from Mm -hmm. being tired and it's like uh does she get a say? um but yeah it's a very complicated (laughs) movie um that I think deserves to be looked at from a lot of Different perspectives, also acknowledging the problematic ones. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, I'll die on my hill
1: that um, the second one, New Moon, is like the perfect um, representation of like te- like um, girl teenagehood. New Moon, like, that, like was my entire like teenage like career of life. It was New Moon.
0: Interesting. Yeah, New Moon. I think I have to say is my least favorite one.
1: Oh, it's my favorite one.
0: Really? I I think I have to do the OG Twilight. Is my favorite. No,
1: Twilight. New Moon with like the extended director's cut. Ooh, Chef's Kiss.
0: <laughs> yeah, that movie's, movie's fire. Good. New Moon is fire. I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: That movie's fire.
0: I'll have to rewatch it then, because again, it's it's been probably close to ten years since I've seen it. Um.
1: I arguably think that that the new moon soundtrack is better than the Twilight soundtrack,
0: yeah, is it if it's on Showtime, I'll probably check it out before my my week trial <laughs> expires <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to think there were I could just like talk hours about this movie um, but yeah. let's do it, baby <laughs> yeah I Again, I keep thinking of, like, the fandom, and then, like, um, just, I, I'm, it kind of, it, it makes me a little bit happy knowing that, like, it still is, like, holds true to, like, people's heart, because this movie was <laughs> huge, um, it kind of disappeared for a while, um, although it, again, although it does deserve critique, it's, I think it's a very important movie, especially, um from like 2008 like it,
1: it no it for sure is
0: yeah and like it... I
1: remember seeing new moon in theaters mm-hmm. which like the movie theater that would end up being um my future job Where? like I remember sitting in the theater watching the film like in the movie theater that used to be the Alamo before it was the Alamo mm-hmm. I saw it there
0: yeah and like also too like um I'm just thinking, like I'm, I'm not going to go into like specifics, but like just even like I hate saying that, like the fan fiction that was kind of inspired by this. You guys all know what I mean, and I don't want to get into in it. Life. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it, but you guys site. know what I'm talking about. Um,
1: if but... I ever see her, it's on site. She is my number one enemy, <laughs> public enemy number one.
0: <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I. I can't, there are, I mean, obviously there are a lot of movies that have had this impact, but specifically also for this, um, oh my gosh, what's like, like this niche, niche group, um, for like the teenage girls, like pop culture to make such an impact on like kind of like worldwide phenomenon doesn't happen Mm -hmm. quite often, um, which is, it's impressive. Um, yeah, I can't really think of another, like saga or trilogy um, that was marketed towards this demographic um, that also made an impact on I'm going to argue like everyone at one way or another has either like has been affected by Twilight meaning like you know you saw it you talked about it you became a fan you like got tickets to go see it or something or go hear someone talk about it you read a book like you read the spin-off of that book. Like you read the fanfic of that book, or you saw the movie of the fanfic. Like it, it's impressive. Um and yeah. I just came what
2: sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you my guess. I just came back, what are, what are, what are we discussing? Uh, just Twilight. Like what did we just say?
0: <laughs> oh, um kind of just like talking about how it's impressive that a film such as Twilight, um, that was marketed towards a specific, like the specific, like teenage girl demographic, has made like such a worldwide impact. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, you you couldn't have said it better. You're 100 percent right.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, and it was really nice to kind. Of, I again, like it was just really nice to watch this movie. <laughs> like. And it like brought me back. <laughs> like I was like, "Oh, this scene's great," or like, "Oh, I remember the scene." It was like so, like the scene where she like tells her dad like off, kind of like breaks my heart every time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Charlie doesn't deserve that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I guess. Are there any final thoughts?
1: Um, Team Jacob. <laughs> Never that. No, but like last year, it was like. May like Stephanie Meyer, like just posted like a link to like her website or something, mm-hmm. like or like the official Twilight account was like, Something's coming, and like we all like banded together. We were like, Is it gonna be Midnight Sun, which is like the book of like Edward's perspective from Twilight, which was like leaked like many, many years ago. Yeah, yeah, and Stephanie like that, like she like put it on the shelf. She's like, I can't write with other people like in my head. And so she was working on it until this fan fiction author decided to steal her concept for the male protagonist to have his stories like spilled or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so like, we were like, we're never gonna get this. Like we're never gonna get Midnight Sun. And then we did. And Stephanie like, was doing like this contest because of like quarantine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where if you write like an essay about your favorite like books, like your local bookstore, would like do like a virtual like appearance at said bookstore and so i entered of course and i did not win but i am quoted on her website
0: oh no way
1: <laughs> yeah i want to like just i just need everyone to know that stephanie meyer does know who i am
0: if you have the <laughs> quote you should put it in the uh the kansas group chat like text chat okay, okay. <laughs> like full out from
2: awesome that film so basically we're just with a celebrity right now because if she knows you then you've made it like yeah who
0: needs carlisle carlisle
2: you know like (laughs) yeah like that's really impressive though like no lie like i
1: love that thank you apparently wasn't impressive enough for her to show up at my barnes and noble but
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that's kind of all i wrote down the fandom was definitely a big part of the stuff I wanted to talk about. Um but yeah, if just one last any comments, questions, concerns. Netflix. I have passwords. a funny story I could tell about Twilight if you want that. Sure, if you want to share
2: it. Okay, so my cousin was obsessed with Twilight. When I say obsessed with Twilight, it was a personality trait and that but that's awesome. Like I love that about her. Mm-hmm. And she was Team Edward. And one, I don't remember who got it for her, but somebody got her a cardboard cutout of Edward. And Ooh. they left it in their living room by a, by the sliding glass door that they had. And so my aunt worked two jobs, and she came home one night from her one job. And she walked past the living room, and, all, and she just saw the Edward Cullen cardboard cutout just standing there. And she almost like pooped sh- her pants and she got so scared. So that was the running joke for the longest time was be careful. No one's in the house. It's just Edward guarding everything. Oh. <laughs> and you would come, even during the day, you would come up. Like it was like walk... the
0: size of Robert Pattinson.
2: Yeah, it was tall. <laughs> and so like you'd walk into their house and like you'd think that somebody was actually there like trying to break into their house because it, it, ju- it just st- stood there by a door. You didn't know what it was.
0: Yeah, I I saw um, – I'm trying to think. I saw Breaking Dawn Part 1 with one of my cousins. I think that was the – I definitely saw others in the theaters, but that's the one I liked that was most memorable. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we bought, like, the jumbo popcorn, and we went to Dollar Tree beforehand. We got, like, soda and snacks. And because we had to sneak in the soda and the snacks, like, you know, when you shake, like, a Coca-Cola – in the bottle, it gets a little fizzy. So I opened it and it like fully exploded all over me and my cousin was just like staring at me and I'm like, go get napkins! (laughs) (laughs) But that was was great. That was a good time. Also I saw Vampire Suck in theaters too. And I own the DVD of Vampire Suck. Why you do? I do, because what else would I buy Criminal. in the seventh grade?
1: <laughs> Criminal, prison, honey.
0: <laughs> I do have the, I I do have like other Twilight movies on DVD. I think I've, I think I've Twilight and New Moon. Yeah, there's no excuse. I should rewatch New Moon.
1: Um, I own fifty copy, fifty different copies of Twilight, like the Blu-rays, the special edition, the DVDs, the iTunes release. I own it all.
0: Incredible, but. Yeah. So I think that kind of wraps up this week. Um, thanks guys. Oh, you posted. Oh, cool. Well, I'll have to check. I'll have to check it out. Um, but thank you guys so much for joining. I had a great time watching this. This was a great suggestion. I didn't mention this earlier, but it was suggested to me about three to five times. I forget how many, like how many, um, but it definitely was worth it. So yeah, thank you. And I'll see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.